Chapter 13 The Guardians, 67 CE We did not choose to be the guardians of the gate, but there is no one else. Lyndon B. Johnson In 1929, as Wall Street crashed and the Roaring Twenties came to an abrupt end, archaeologists digging in faraway Trincomalee uncovered the remains of a once lofty temple built a stone's throw from the Indian Ocean sometime after 307 CE. Beneath earth, trees and jungles, stretching out to the shores of a great lake, the Velgam Vahira's many scattered ruins were brought back to sight for the first time in centuries. Brick stupas, stone inscriptions, balustrades, buildings, moonstones and muragals. These muragals, or guardstones, are especially moving, standing in silent, upright poise, guardians of the flight of steps that had led a multitude of forgotten people out of the everyday and into the sacred temple itself. The steps they protect have worn down to just a few flights. The moonstone they encompass is almost entirely rubbed away. The temple beyond is now just an outline of ancient bricks, and the guardstones themselves are plain, almost stumpy, but still doing their ageless job as sentinels of the site. Similar guardstones stand in many other parts of the island, easy to see if you know what you are looking for, silent guardians of the state within, for to be a guardian is no little thing. Guardian is an emotive word in Sri Lanka. It can be found incorporated by health and education providers, insurance companies, the army, the priesthood, the home guard, air force, a news website, hotels and even a wedding business. But long ago, it was also the meaning given to the Lambrakanas, the dynasty that succeeded the founding Vijayan dynasty. Originating possibly in India, it is likely that the Lambrakanas claimed descent from Samita, a prince who formed part of the escort that had brought the Bodhi tree from India in 250 BCE. From this botanical pilgrimage, they would go on to become one of the island's great barons, alongside other such families as Marayan, Takaras and Bibliajaks. From this botanical pilgrimage, they would go on to become one of the island's great barons, alongside other families such as Marayan, Tracharas and Balihojak. Their own power derived from their position as hereditary guardians or secretaries to the king. They took a prominent part in religious ceremonies, but there was more to them than merely carrying coronation parasols and flags. They were connected to the military, to weapon manufacture, and as writers would have been involved in much of the important administration of the kingdom. They managed the transition from one of several aristocratic families to ruling family with what at first appeared to be consummate ease. After the ruinous successes of the last Vijayans, the new dynasty seemed to grip the one fundamental axiom of kingship, govern well, live long. They were to rule all or much of the island, depending on the period, over two distinct periods. The first of these was to last for 369 years through the reign of 26 monarchs from 67 to 436 CE. This period, 
just over half the length of the Vijayan dynasty saw them twice facing utter ruin. The first time this happened, they managed to draw back from the regicide and power implosions that rocked them to regain their savoir-faire. But the second outbreak propelled them inexorably to their destruction, leaving the state weak, distracted and unable to fend off an invasion from the island from the Pandian dynasty of South India. Just over half the Lambrakana monarchs were to die at the hands of their successors, victims to a predilection for assassination that ran like a malign monometric thread through their DNA. Even so, the nation they left behind was bigger, richer, more complex, developed and built out than it had been on its inheritance by them back in 67 CE. Stupas, monasteries, reservoirs, canals, temples and dwellings filled out the land. The mores of society progressed, agriculture flourished, and technical advances from construction through to medicine bestowed its benefits on the kingdom. It was strong enough to weather repeated religious schisms as well as a succession crisis, one after another. It was strong enough to weather repeated religious schisms as well as succession crises and ultimately its 16-year occupation by Tamil kings to enable the country to bounce back, albeit this time under yet another new dynasty.